10 to 1, episode 56. Top 10 Pet Peeves. Welcome to 10 to 1, a podcast where we make top 10 lists about everything. I'm Brian Kozer. And I'm Melissa Kozer. And yes, siree, tonight we're going to air some more grievances. I guess I'm starting to be known as the person in this duo that is a little more negative, I suppose. But you know what? I don't care. Uh, There are things that people need to stop doing, and that's what Uh this episode is for. Okay. Wait, so hmm, we might have a lot of different lists. How did you make yours? Things that annoy me. Pet peeves. Gotcha. Okay, so mine is a little bit different. Mine is things that annoy me, but my definition of annoy being like kind of small things that aren't necessarily bad. Like Yeah, I mean, I mean these aren't necessarily bad. Okay, but you're saying people need to stop doing them. I guess that's just... Not not everything on my list necessarily people need to stop doing. Like I, I guess I kind of like ranked mine by how much it annoyed me versus how petty and Um <laughs> Mine is and... ranked on how much it annoyed me. Yeah. Okay. Or like things that weren't things that are more an actual problem with society. Oh, these are all a problem are with society. Honorable mentions for me. I think I don't think there's any on my list that I would. Yeah, yeah. So things. So like for well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. I guess, but there's nothing on my list that I'm I'm angry about. It's just more annoyed. Yeah, I'm it's not. More of a personal. I'm not angry. Okay. Well, I guess just, we, I'm just annoyed. All right. All right. Stop annoying I, me, so I don't get angry. I have a feeling we're gonna have very different lists. <laughs> So Probably. Uh, why don't we get started and we can we, start comparing. We usually do have very different lists lately. <laughs> All right. Well, you get to go first. I, I sure do. So I'll go first. And my number 10, and like I said, some of these are are really not big. This one, not a, a big thing at all. And it, it only mildly annoys me. But I still wanted to include it on my list. And that is when people make things plural that aren't supposed to be plural like oh, in, yeah. in the title of something so for example yeah uh people saying groundhog's day instead of groundhog day or there's a tool that i use at work called visual studio from microsoft microsoft visual studio and there's a few people at work that call it microsoft visual studios and i don't know why but every single time it really annoys me it just like i i want to say something Every time someone says it, I'm not really sure why. I like write a like write an angry letter to the the editor or something. I don't, I'm not sure why. I don't have one as far as plurals that shouldn't be there, mm-hmm. but I, I guess along those lines, for me, it would be uh, uh, people using I T apostrophe S when mm. it's supposed to be just I T S. Mm-hmm. The possessive. Sure. So yeah, that, that really annoys me. Hmm, that's interesting. I don't think there's really any grammar things. Let me Yeah, this this one is as close as it gets to me for grammar. I don't know. Like I I think I use correct grammar most of the time and 
you know, we we took some some grammar classes in college, and you know, I enjoyed reading that book by Lynn Eat Trust, Eat Shoots and Leaves, which yeah. was all about punctuation and well, such. I'm, but I don't know; it doesn't really bug me when when people misspell things. It just I, makes me feel good because I know <laughs> you're I'm not like them. them. <laughs> <laughs> it. I, I can give grace, and it doesn't bother me when I see a, a spelling, a misspelling, or something like that here and there. But come on, people, this is basic English. Hmm. Now I will say, so I've been doing some interviews at work again, and I've very rarely seen a resume without some sort of yeah. typo or grammatical error. And it's always a it's not a, it's not personal, but yeah, it is uh, definitely a mark against you if I start finding stuff on your on your resume. You have to. It's something to overcome. Like it could be a tiebreaker. We'll say if you're mm-hmm. if, for me. Yeah, and I, I know there's. It's more of a big deal for other employers, especially when they have hundreds of applicants. We don't have hundreds of applicants where I work, um, but uh, yeah, for for someone that something uh, like a resume. Yeah, if you're looking for a job, you need to make sure that you're presenting yourself in the best way possible. So, anyway, my number 10, back to my actual number 10. Yeah. Incorrect plurals like Groundhog's Day and Visual Studios. Solid. All right, my number 10 is uh, people that don't really carry on a conversation with me. They just kind of answer in monosyllables or grunts. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you're actually trying to be friendly to these people and uh, maybe maybe they're just not aware of how rude they're being, but uh, you got to overcome this, people. Hmm. And this one is my number 10 because it is actually the least annoying to me. Like, it is, you know, obviously it's annoying when I'm trying to tell you, I'm trying to learn about you. Mm-hmm. And you're just answering in monosyllables and not asking me questions back that mm-hmm. shows that you're not interested in me mm-hmm. and it makes you look very selfish. So, uh, I don't know. Usually, uh, after a little bit of effort, if I discover that the person is just going to keep on answering in monosyllables like that or one word answers... And not really actually try to have a conversation, then I just figure the person's not really worth it. Hmm. Do you have any similar ones like this coming up on your list? Because I have a similar one as an honorable mention, but I could go ahead and talk about. Mm, I don't think I really conversation have... type things. Mm, there is one that's kind of conversation related. Okay, I can it's wait. Much higher on my list. All right, I can wait until we get there then. Um, so I'll just say. This one doesn't really bother me. I figure they're tired or they're shy. Or they don't feel like yeah. talking for some reason. Yeah. So I mean. It doesn't bug me too much. I usually figure there there might be something wrong or they're just mm-hmm. not very skilled at, at conversation. But mm-hmm. it is a little bit annoying to me. Right. Okay. So that's my number 10. All right. My number nine. And you probably knew this one was going to be on the list because I've half joked about it for a long time. Kids that don't know how to throw a ball. <laughs> or adults that don't know how to throw a ball. No, I didn't guess this one would be on here. Okay. Yeah, I mean, this is one that I've always kind of joked about being a pet peeve. Wow, I didn't know 
this actually kind of bothered you that much. I mean, it doesn't really. That's why it's number nine. Okay. Uh, but I don't know. It seems like it's a an essential part of childhood that you learn how to throw a ball. And when you see a kid stepping with his right foot and throwing with his right hand. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, something really Even awkward like that. Even I don't like do that. that. Right. I mean, not everyone has to be Aaron Rodgers, but <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, you should at least know, you know, step with your opposite foot and I don't know. I guess this isn't really a skill you need in life. It's not really a big deal, but it seems like it should be something passed down from father to son. Somebody dropped son. the ball there. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it doesn't really bother me. And obviously some people aren't athletic or coordinated and some people never had a, a parent teach them how to throw a ball or you know whatever some people don't have hands you know that kind of thing but still all those things aside all those things aside for the general population for uh the general populace and general population what's the difference i think populace is more correct what's the difference I no, can't my number nine artic- people who correct you <laughs> When they're not sure they're right and can't explain No, what I'm they mean. right. I just can't articulate why, exactly why, right no. now. But no. I know I'm right. No, you're actually not. So that's my number nine. Kids that don't know how to throw a ball. Mostly boys, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I don't expect girls so much to be throwing balls. Little gender stereotype for you there. For number nine. All right, my number nine. Don't laugh. People that are always finding something to be negative about. (laughs) Which I know this whole list is us being negative about things. It's a very interesting situation. But I kid you not, there was this girl in college that you Mm -hmm. could say, it's a beautiful day out today. And it would be, you know, gorgeous blue sky, big fluffy white clouds, perfect weather and temperature. And she'd say, yeah, but I looked on the forecast and it's supposed to rain later on. And I hate rain. It's like, good grief. Just enjoy the moment for now, you know. And and you could say, oh, you look really nice tonight. Hmm. Yeah, I guess. I didn't end up looking as nice as I wanted to. (laughs) I mean, you, you could not talk to this girl. And uh, there's just people out there that, no matter what, they don't have anything nice to say. That's like on those uh, Facebook posts where, uh, you know, people share of how somebody did something really heroic or self-sacrificing. And there's always trolls out there, people out there that'll just get on there and say, oh, they're so selfish for having done this. or, or, Or attack the person somehow. And it's just like, you people... Just need to shut up. <laughs> so that's my number nine. People that are just completely negative. Hmm. Can't find anything to be positive about. There's always a positive side you can find. Yes. A silver lining. Okay. Yep. That is definitely annoying. My number eight is people that bend playing cards. <laughs> so... I mean, there's a way to pick up a playing card without bending it in half. You can slide it to the edge of the table or you know, slide your fingernail underneath or sort of 
use the moisture on your hand to adhere it's uh, adhere your hand to the card pick it up I mean, you have lots of options you don't need to bend my cards in half or bend my friend's cards in half or whoever whoever's deck of cards this is and uh you know shorten the lifespan of these cards yeah. well and to this i would add also people that like breathe on the cards and hold the cards up against their mouth and stuff and it's just like gross <laughs> nope You're that getting would never germs on me. Them. they're getting germs on them with their filthy hands too so yeah but hand germs are different from mouth germs i suppose but yeah i mean it just kind of shows that you don't respect someone else's property and you know, especially if it's part of a board game with special cards not just your 52 card oh i know deck that costs yeah. five bucks or however much deck of cards cost these days. So, yeah. Stop bending playing cards, people. That's my number eight. My number eight. Women's clothes that don't have pockets. Yeah. Even though it looks like they do. The best part is when baby clothes have pockets. I know! <laughs> Babies have no use for clothes for pockets. That's the stupidest thing. Whoever thought, you know what? It looks really stylish. To make it look like it has a pocket. But let's not give it a pocket. Mm. I have a pair of shorts that look like they have pockets in the front. Now they do fortunately have pockets in the back. But I'd rather have pockets in the front. And guess what? It just looks like it has pockets in the front. That's it. Oh man, this this drives me nuts. I can find... It is not easy for me to find something in the store that I really like. You know, that looks good on me. is a perfect fit. I need it. It's a great price. And I get all excited and then I realize these aren't pockets. <laughs> it, it's one thing if the dress or shirt or shorts or whatever doesn't have pockets. That's that's fine. I have a purse I can carry around. But when you make me think that what I'm getting has pockets and I'm going to discover later after I've bought it. These are not pockets. That really makes me mad and annoys me. So that's my number eight. That's just stupid, people. Stop doing this. <laughs> no comments from me. Not because, a problem I've faced. Yeah, because all of the men's clothing actually has pockets. All right. My number seven is when people have... I don't know if there's a better term for it than false humility. And I'm not talking about uh, where people are pretending. Well, okay, I'll just tell you what I'm, what I'm talking about. This is when people pretend they can't do something or pretend they're not good at something and say they're being <laughs> humble. Okay. <laughs> humility isn't, isn't being Usain Bolt and saying, yeah, I, I run a little bit on the weekends. <laughs> That's not humble. That's, uh, deceptive and just being dishonest. <laughs> Has Usain Bolt done that? No, but oh, I'm okay. I'm giving an example. Like, okay. So if you think that if if you went up to Usain Bolt and said, "Are you really fast?" and it, it would be wrong for him to say, "Yes, I'm really fast." If you think that that's not being humble, then I I think you have an incorrect definition of the word and an incorrect idea of of how you should act about abilities and skills you have. I think there's nothing wrong with being uh, a, a clear and 
as much as you can, impartial judge of who you are. I think it's really good to have a good idea of of your abilities and skills. You should be able to know if you're uh, good at something and not good at something else. If Better you're... than the average person at something. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, you should be able to know, I don't know, you should have the self-awareness to know if you're good at, um, uh, let's see, what's a good example? Throwing a ball. Throwing a ball? No. <laughs> uh, you should, uh, let's see. Um, okay, singing. We'll say singing. Uh, you should be able to know if you can sing, if you can carry a tune, and have the self awareness to realize, okay, maybe I should be uh, a member of the choir, uh, but not you know um, sing in an opera house, that kind of thing. Mm, you know, okay. so I can I can sing in a church choir, but I can't you know sing in a in a, a play or something. Sing solos for uh, you know some event. Sing the national anthem at a, at a baseball game or something. You should be able to evaluate your skills. You should be able to realize, okay, I can't do some things. I can do other things. Um, God has given me some abilities, and you know I've been able to develop skills through hard work. To where, if someone says, "Oh yeah, you play soccer. Are you are you good at soccer?" Well, I'm I'm decent. I you know I I play uh, I played a good amount. I played for ten years or whatever that kind of thing, and then. Um, not to have an arrogant uh, view or a, an overinflated view of yourself, but uh, just to realize where you are. And, you know, it, it's also not going around and, hey, hey, you should Trumpeting. have seen me on yeah. the field last week. Um, but you know, if someone asks you if you're good at something, that you should be able to, I think you can say, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good at that. So anyway, yeah. that's... I'll agree with you on this one. That's a pet peeve for me. False humility. That's my number seven. Solid. My number seven. People who don't know basic rules of driving. Mm. I'm talking basic people. Mm -hmm. Like... Turn signals. <sighs> yeah, turn signals. But I'm, t I'm talking stuff like when there's an ambulance coming... <laughs> pull over to the side of the road. I don't care if it's on the other side of the of the road, mm. you know, coming the opposite way towards you. You still need to pull over because guess what? There may be a possibility the ambulance has to come over onto your side of the road in order to get around traffic. So you need to pull over and stop until the ambulance has passed you. That's basic driving. Basic etiquette. And then when it starts raining, you turn on your lights, okay? <laughs> I mean, especially if you've got a black, white, or gray car. You are going to disappear so easily in the rain. And if I run into you, it is your fault, your doofus fault, for not turning on your lights. <laughs> uh, I guess another one would be uh, when you learning how to go on, on a roundabout. <laughs> Uh, so if you need to turn left, you need to go all the way around the roundabout, not just take the shortcut. But, yeah, it seems like so many people, I don't know how they got their driver's license, but they don't deserve it if you can't follow these basic rules of driving. So that's my number seven. Yeah, this one was on my list, and then I realized that this is actually a problem. If you, because it's 
dangerous to people around you if you don't know basic rules. So I took it off because it's more, it's less of an annoyance and more of an actual problem. Oh, actually. So, but, okay. well. but yeah, I would say like, or even um, like turn signals when people like, sure, when you're in the neighborhood and I'm walking towards you about to cross the street, you don't need to put on a turn signal because I'm not going to jump out in the street in front of you. But I would still like you to put on your turn signal so I can know to wait, you know, or instead. Not, yeah. Right, right. So I know what you're going to do. So it's just polite. Yeah. So I agree with you. I just think it's, I would classify it a higher than a pet peeve. I see. Personally. Yeah. No, I see. I see where you're coming from. All right. My number six is apologizing for pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't know, maybe it's because it's one of those things that everybody does. Like any sort of speaker, it seems, if there's something they come across, some sort of foreign name or place name, or I guess anything, that, any word they're unfamiliar with, and they say something along the lines of, and now the prime minister from Zimbabwe, and I apologize in advance for butchering his name. <laughs> and then say his name come on people first of all you can find how to pronounce just about anything on the internet in 15 seconds i'll, I'll say 30 seconds and assume you don't really know how to do a google search 30 <laughs> seconds i'll be generous 60 seconds it doesn't take very long so if you know you're going to be saying something which if you're you know um if you're teaching or if you're introducing someone or uh, preaching a sermon, uh, I see. then you can put in the effort in to find out how to pronounce something. Well, and it's not like this is being thrust upon you. You probably have had time to prepare. Right. And if it is being thrust upon you, then don't apologize for it and call more attention to it. Just do your best and move on. And we'll all have forgotten five <laughs> seconds later, even if you messed it up. <laughs> Because probably a lot of other people don't know how to pronounce it either. So, I don't know. I think um, it might be related to the sort of wishy-washy communication. False humility, maybe? Uh, no, I was going to say sort of the kind of wishy-washy communication that sometimes happens in uh, like business emails. I'll see a lot. People, will, they won't state something. They won't say, like, uh, we're talking about a problem with a computer system and they won't say this is the problem because they're only 99% sure. And if that 1% uh, possibility comes up, they don't want to be wrong. They never want to be wrong. So they won't say something is, a, is the issue or, or they think something is the issue. It'll be, well, it's possible that it's this or, um, you know, I, I can't think of off the top of my head all the different ways of phrasing it, but I don't know, just kind of weaselly, uh, you know, just say something, just say what you think. And if you're wrong, it's going to be okay. <laughs> uh, just, just say the word, come up with, uh, some way to say it, be consistent and confident and, uh, move on. It's a good chance if it's like a, if it's a foreign language word or a foreign name or place name, Nobody pronounces it correctly, except for the people that speak that language anyway. All of the, so all the uh, people and places in the Bible that are Hebrew names or Greek oh, yeah. names, we, nobody pronounces those like they actually pronounce them in that culture, in that country. 
in that time period. So just pick something, go with it, or at least learn how to mispronounce it like everybody else does. <laughs> I, I was listening to Dan Carlin today, his uh, Hardcore History episode, uh, The Celtic Holocaust. Really interesting. I'd recommend it. And uh, he was quoting uh, from someone they're talking about uh, different Latin pronunciations. And he said, uh, there's a right way and a wrong way to mispronounce Latin. <laughs> <laughs> so well, that was pretty funny. Yeah, uh, I don't know. This one has never bothered me. Yeah. So I'm I'm sorry it bothers you, but it it's not a really big deal to me. Well, now you know. Now you know what I'm going through. All right. We're both going to be more understanding of each other after this list, maybe. So that's my number six, apologizing for pronunciation. All right, my number six. People who only post dumb feel-good sayings on Facebook. (laughs) Good one. Good one. I didn't think about this one. Look, I friended you on Facebook. I I pretty much unfollow all the people that do that. Exactly. Well, let me me finish. I I friended you on Facebook because I want to know about your life. Mm. I want to know how you're doing today. Even even if it's just you taking a picture of your coffee cup and saying, I made coffee for the first time. Hmm. That is more interesting to me than your little pithy sayings that mean nothing. I didn't really want to know about your life. I just hit yes when you asked me, my friend. <laughs> when all you do is post feel-good sayings uh, and... It doesn't sound like it's coming from the heart. Uh, It just looks like all you do is uh, spend all day looking for these sayings and making sure that they've got a pretty picture to go along with them. And so basically I have stopped following you but remained friends so that you won't uh, realize that I don't see any of your posts anymore But and then try and refriend me again. Yep. And that's why it doesn't yeah. really bother me. Yeah, it doesn't bother me anymore. <laughs> but it bothered you enough to unfollow. It bothered me enough to unfollow you, and nice. I'm kind of sad about that because I'd like yeah. to know what's going on yeah. in your life. I'm not sad. Maybe the one time that you might actually post something—a prayer request or, or you know, a happy tidings in your life. Now I'm not going to see it. Yeah. But it's your own fault because you swallowed up the good stuff. With all the dumb stuff. Hmm. So that's my number six. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Number five for me is when, and this one, I might have only heard this one from pastors, maybe from teachers before. Mm, No, probably just pastors. And it's when they get up to the front and they look out at the congregation and they're energetic because they're speaking and they have to be energetic because they're speaking and they want to know why all the people sitting in the chairs aren't energetic at eight in the morning (laughs) are (laughs) are not uh grinning from ear to ear and so this one is why aren't you smiling or words to that effect why aren't you saying amen Yes, why why are you just uh <laughs> why why are you not acting like I think you should act, which is an unnatural way to act, which is to smile from ear to ear while I speak or <laughs> while you sing songs. 
Come on, people. It's the default is not to be smiling. Okay. If if something makes me happier than the default, then maybe I will smile. But at my default, <laughs> my mouth is going to be in a straight line. Okay. By default, I'm a pretty happy person. But I don't just go around with a big goofy smile on my face all day. And I can I, attest to this. And especially, you know, especially at some of these times, I know you're just trying to get people into your service. You don't want people to fall asleep. That's admirable. You don't want people to be bored. I admire that. But this isn't the right way to do it. Well, and no matter what, there are sometimes people are just worn out or exhausted or they've got they've got problems going on that are, you know, that's taking their mind off of what you're saying and as much as that might annoy you, that's life. Right. You got to so, move past that. So just because I'm not smiling doesn't mean I'm I don't know. Uh the unsaved heathen <laughs> in your service or doesn't mean I don't I don't know what you think when people aren't smiling, but just stop. Okay. Just stop just talk about how you were happy that day and talk about you know what whatever it is you're speaking about and be energetic yourself and don't worry about what my face is doing. Thank you. Love Brian. <laughs> Sincerely. <laughs> With all due respect. Right. That's my number five. Why aren't you smiling? None it's... of your business. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one doesn't bother me as much, but... Now I you'll think of it. See. I will think of you now. All right. My number five is... And if, if you're surprised at this one being on my list, uh, you shouldn't be because I've mentioned it before. Okay. My number five is intentionally bad spelling. Like I said earlier, I don't. Mi- I I can okay. excuse, uh, but you know, this. bad grammar, bad spelling. We all make mistakes. It happens. Okay. But I hate intentional bad spelling. So those gas stations that are called Quick Stop and it's spelled K W I K. No, no, no! You're not being clever. You're being stupid, okay. and you're adding to the amount of people that don't know how to spell. What about light, L-I-T-E? Are you okay with that? I'm ashamed to admit that I am, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's actually never bothered me, and I never even thought about it until you said it. Uh, I guess that one has become so prevalent that... Mm. Uh, like uh, Now, obviously, if you use it in a sentence or whatever, but on marketing, it doesn't bother me What as about much. donut, D-O-N-U-T? Yeah, that one that that one has become very accepted. Okay. But uh, what one of the things that bothers me is uh, this doesn't seem like a very principled pet peeve. <laughs> well, <laughs> hear me out. Mothers who are blogging, and for some reason they're ashamed to say, you know, they're talking about, I don't know, raising their child and or, or potty training or whatever, and for some reason they're ashamed to say the word naked n-a-k-e-d and so they spell it n-e-k-k-i-d oh no they're not this ashamed this is so they're stupid no yes that's, no i I'm think it's there no no this is a southern thing naked. are you serious yeah that's like a southern way to say it that's a, a dumb way to, way to it. say it and a dumb way to spell it it's and like you need saying, to stop people oh, i don't don't you don't you go with this i'm southern thing no 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 
I'm going to say that it's because you're ashamed to say the word naked. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing not, wrong with saying naked. That's not why they're doing them. I promise you. It's a southern thing. <sighs> oh, man. That just really annoys me for some reason. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, spell it correctly, people. You know, it's it's an easy word to say, hmm. to spell. And other other such words. So anyway, that's my number five. Interesting. So intentional bad spelling. Southerners. <laughs> All right, my number four, and it follows right on from my last one, and it's this, uh, it's shining gem of the speaker's repertoire, <laughs> and that is when they get up and they start speaking and they say some sort of, uh, you know, some sort of greeting like. Good evening. And then nobody says much because they're not the speakers. They're the people listening. Yeah. yeah. And the speaker says, that was weak. I said, good evening. Yes. I expected you all to yell back at me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll agree with Against you on this one. the agreed upon societal expectations. Yeah. I, no. I didn't think of this, but you are spot no, on. No. This is infantile. And it's manipulative. Yeah. And when you say that to me, I will say nothing the second time, <laughs> even if I said something the first time. So don't do that because you're going to be really embarrassed if ever a lot of other people cotton, cotton on to my idea, which I would implore you all. If someone says that was weak, let's try that again. Please stay silent the second time <laughs> and nudge those around you. And encourage them also to stay silent. If you have children, keep them silent for this moment. Give them a cold, hard stare. Because if there's enough of us, we will embarrass these speakers. <laughs> and the second time when they say, that was weak, let's try that again. Good morning. And then it's even more quiet the second time. Then maybe they'll just leave instead of delivering whatever speech they have or sermon or whatever. Maybe they'll just stop with this nonsense. Now, what if it's like a rally or something where they're trying to rev up the crowd? Then they're being lazy and hackneyed, and they need to find a better <laughs> way to rev up the crowd. I don't mind it when it's it's like a, a youth rally or something. They're trying to rev up the crowd. But no, yeah, it's, in it's preaching. Uh, even for yeah. youth rallies. Even for children, this is childish. <laughs> Infantile is the word I, I believe I used, which is below childish. <laughs> So, no, stop being manipulative. Stop trying to get me to do some sort of call-repeat thing. This is not a, um, I don't know, a, some sort of nationalist rally. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not doing this. And I'm going to sit in my seat and be quiet. And hopefully others will join me. Sincerely, Brian. <laughs> That's my number three. Good evening, that was weak. You mean your number four? Yeah, yeah, number four. All right, my number four. I love you with all my heart, and you almost never annoy me. Hmm. Don't uh, worry, your time is coming. <laughs> but one thing, and this one is all you, babe. One thing you do that really annoys me. My number four. You can't get some doofus stupid song out of your mm. head, and so you sing a snatch of it to me. Hmm. And whether or not that gets it out of your head, now it's stuck in my head. I'm not ashamed. You you ought to be. My number four, people getting songs stuck in their head. 
No, my number four is people who have songs stuck in their head. Singing those songs. How dare that? Knowing is going to get stuck in my head because I have mentioned this to you before. How it's dare. Ducky. How dare it's I doofy. sing a song stuck in my head. Go sing it somewhere else. How dare I sing around my wife? Whatever shall the I do? The only time that you ever sing around your wife is when you've got your stupid song stuck in your head. Well, I'm glad this is the thing that annoys you most about me. Or at least no more than fourth most annoying. As f- well, this is a pet peeve. It's it's not... It's bordering on problematic for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. Stop well, it. I think we can move on to something Stop a little it. less petty. Stop it. <laughs> People... Take my side on this. Mm. Hmm. Okay, then. Number three. And this one really... Maybe this one shouldn't have been on my list because this one is probably a problem with society and really needs to be fixed. And that is vertical pictures and videos. (laughs) (sighs) I don't know where we went wrong. Is it the education system? Is it parenting? Is it... I, I, I don't know what happened to our society, but... Vertical pictures and videos have have got to stop. People certainly with videos, I'll agree. Take 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 a moment and look around you. Do you see how your vision is longer horizontally than it is vertically? Look in the mirror. Do you see how you have a left eye and a right eye, not a top eye and a bottom eye, but two eyes side by side and they're horizontally. Wider then they are taller. That as well. Do you think maybe there's a purpose for this? There is a purpose for this. And that is we see in landscape, not in portrait. Stop taking pictures in portrait. Do you see your television screen? Do you see how it is longer from side to side than it is tall? There's a good reason for that. That's how people see. That's how we consume media best. Stop taking vertical photos and vertical videos. This nonsense has to stop. Black bars on the side. Nonsense black bars. I'm done. Sincerely, Brian. (laughs) Stop it with your stupid videos and pictures that are vertical. That's my number three. And I'm putting my foot down. I refuse to coddle these people anymore. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) (laughs) My number three is, uh, for once, it is not directed against people. It's against... Inanimate objects. That is big of you. (laughs) I thought so. But it really, really annoys me when I put something into a cleaning machine and it comes out dirty. Or dirtier than when I put it in. So Hmm. uh, if I put dishes into the dishwasher and I, you know, add the soap and turn on the dishwasher and then an hour or two later... I open it and they've got dirt and grit on them. That's really annoying to me. Mm-hmm. Throw clothes into the laundry, mm-hmm. ma- the washing machine, and they still come out smelling stinky. Mm. Uh, that's really annoying to me. Sure. And it happens, you know. You're, you, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but your cleaning machines do need to be cleaned. And I have cleaned out uh, dishwashers before. That's always a sign when your dishes aren't getting washed that you need to start cleaning your dishwasher a little bit, run a cleaning cycle, maybe get in there and scrub out some mold and stuff. It happens. Mm. Just like, you know, you take a bath in your shower every night, hopefully. Uh, Well, 
you would think with all the soap that and stuff that you're flinging around in there that the b- bathtub would stay clean, right? No, you need to clean your bathtub every so often. Same with your washing machine and your dishwasher and any other cleaning machines. Uh, so it happens. It's it's not as big of a deal, I guess. Uh, it's it's not a problem with humanity or with society, but it is so annoying to me when I'm like, I really needed these dishes cleaned. I didn't want to waste the time and effort trying to clean them myself, and they're still dirty. <laughs> so that's my number three. All right. On to number two for me, and uh, oh boy, this is another heavy hitter, and... There's just some things that I should not have to put up to my mouth. Some things I should not have to be touching my teeth. Some things that my tongue should never come into contact with. And number one on the list. Number two. Number one on the list of things that oh, shouldn't. Oh, I see. Yes. Far and away, the worst, the worst material, the worst possible thing to be constructing a cup out of. I call it the devil's foam. Styrofoam. <laughs> Styrofoam cups are the worst. Did you know that in Dante's Inferno, the ninth circle of hell is contained inside a styrofoam cup? Styrofoam <laughs> You're cups making that up. <laughs> are so bad. I mean, the the feeling of styrofoam against my teeth. Oh, man. So okay, don't so, let it touch your so teeth. So some people don't like even... Even not touching my teeth, even just against my mouth. Some people don't like uh, nail, or they say nails on chalkboard is the worst possible feeling. Like you can actually feel that. It's yeah. not just a sound; it's a sound you can feel. That's what styrofoam against my teeth, and even just close to my teeth is like. I don't know. Like huh. scraping styrofoam across my teeth, you could torture me with that. You could, you could probably torture anyone with that. I bet that's one of the things that they're doing right now <laughs> to terrorists. Trying to figure out where they hid the bombs. They're scraping styrofoam cups across their teeth. Wow. It's it's the worst. Wow. I don't know how much stronger I can I can yeah. say this, but can we just not pay the extra nickel for plastic cups? <laughs> You're so low on this one, it does not bother me in the slightest. I'm so low on this one. Solo plastic cups. Oh, is that a brand? Yeah. Boo. Well done. Boo. Sincerely, Brian. <laughs> stop it with your styrofoam cups. I mean, right up there. It's right up there with um, packing peanuts. I hate packing okay, peanuts. Okay, yeah, those are annoying. But packing peanuts get a pass because they are actually useful. They are actually good at packing things and making sure they don't get damaged in transit. They are the devil's peanuts, but they have their, their purpose. Well, styrofoam cups are good at... Uh... Mm-mm. Not transferring heat to your hand. Doesn't so matter. They're like, so they're good for coffee and hot drinks. I don't drink coffee. Or hot chocolate. In fact, maybe There's I don't drink hot, hot coffee because it comes in styrofoam cups. Did you ever think of that? <laughs> you don't drink hot coffee because you don't like the flavor. That is also a reason. <laughs> the main I'm multi- reason. I'm a multifaceted person here. I don't just have one reason for the things I do. <laughs> don't you? <laughs> no. So that's my number two. Styrofoam cups. Have you ever chewed down on styrofoam? No, because it's oh, not something man. you chew on. Do it next time you have a styrofoam cup and you'll agree with me. This will Honey, rocket up your list. 
Rocket. Some of us have been smart enough not to chew on. That's the that's the Rocket. whole problem here. Is oh, you've I'm, gone around chewing on things you shouldn't be chewing. I'm on. shivering just just imagining the feeling. Moving on, please. <laughs> All right. Well, my number two is actually a problem that I have sometimes too, and I'm I'm really trying hard to work on it. And please tell me if I do this to you. You definitely do. What I is know it? I do. <laughs> Shut up. I've noticed. That you haven't said what my problem is, so that's your number one. Oh no! <laughs> haven't and it read. me, and I already know what it is too. <laughs> well, good because people agree with me on humph, this humph. one. Anyway, my anyway. number two is people that constantly interrupt, especially if they don't excuse their behavior. This is a failing Kay. in my family. It's a really big failing in my family, and I'm really trying hard to overcome it. It's one thing if you say if you interrupt me and then say, "Well, let me just say this real quick and then and then I'm sorry for interrupting mm. you." That's one thing. I have done that. I think an apology makes it better, but when you keep on interrupting me and you act like nothing happened, you are saying my words don't matter. Mm. And that is that man, that's I'm feeling I'm getting steamed just <laughs> just thinking about it. I'm not going to say too much more because this really makes me angry. <laughs> but if you interrupt me once, you know, it happens. There was something really e that you were really eager to say regarding this topic before I move on to another topic. If you interrupt me again, you'd better apologize. <laughs> or you're going to carry a grudge. I'm going to tell you flat out to your face <laughs> that you've been interrupting me. And it's bad behavior. Very rude. In fact. Right, right. And I didn't used to do that. But I've started because this needs to be corrected. Mm. And if I do it to you, please tell me. Don't just sit there and take it. Tell me I'm being rude. Mm. Because. I don't think I've ever noticed you doing this. Well, good. Hopefully so, I'm getting better. I, I, I didn't think I, this was a problem for you. I have done it before, and mm. it's it's really dreadfully rude, really bad behavior. I just have a short memory, I guess. More a more forgiving temperament, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if if you interrupt someone, you need to apologize and and say, "Oh, I'm sorry." You go ahead and say what you were, you were going to say, and then uh, I'll say what I was going to say. You mm. know. Okay, so don't just carry on. So. By interrupting, you mean when someone just starts talking over you? Yes. Like, they don't let you finish and they just start talking? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, And yeah, it yeah. could be about the same topic, but they don't let you finish what you were saying. Yeah, that's an honorable mention for me. Yeah. But I didn't put it on the list because I think it is actually more of a problem than just a pet peeve. Like, if you can't even listen to someone and wait Long to enough, talk, yeah. then I think that's an actual problem. And if you can't communicate with other people effectively... That's going to hurt you. And yeah, I don't like to talk to people that yeah. aren't going to listen to what I'm saying or they're only thinking about what they're going to say when yeah. I stop talking. They're just sitting there waiting for, for it or they get bored halfway through and they just start staring off into space. Yeah. And yeah. Yep. It was on my list and I moved it down to honorable mention, but it's definitely a problem. Well, I mean, for the rest of it, you know, you staring off into space because you've gotten bored with what I'm saying. I won't say anything. Uh, but if you keep on interrupting me and running over what I'm saying so that you can say what's in your head, but you don't really care about what I, you know, what I want to say, 
I will point out to you how rude you are. Mm-hmm. And that might effectively end our conversation, but so be it. You need to realize how rude you're being. Mm. My number two. Nice. Good, good, good. All right. Let's well, move, move on to number one. Before we do so, uh, I'm going to just take a break and <laughs> eat this sandwich over here. <laughs> My number one. Loud chewing. <laughs> Some of us don't realize that we do it. Some people we don't. Try. And try not to. This one just just bugs me so much. I have got there are people at work that I've sit, sat near at previous jobs and I've just gotten he up. He quit the job. Yeah. <laughs> I got out of my seat and I left the cubicle and walked around until they were done eating because I could not work while I was listening to them do their cow impression and <laughs> make their little lip sounds. And it's interesting because it's not noisy foods. Noisy foods aren't a problem. So chips, like, like chips or yeah. apple or celery isn't necessarily going to annoy me. So it's not any sort of sound. It's more like lip smacking, mouth open, little sounds of joy <laughs> that I'm sure bring pleasure pleasure to your heart. <laughs> and I mean, if I ever make sounds while I'm chewing, it sure doesn't bother me. So I'm sure it doesn't bother you when you make sounds. But oh, man. And this isn't something I, I think people should necessarily change. Like, this is definitely one of those ones that, yeah, it annoys me. It's not, I know, objectively, it's not a big deal. It's not hurting anything. But there's just something in me that is really disturbed on a primal level <laughs> when I hear it. And our children will learn to chew silently. And... Don't mind me if I, I have to. I always think I'm chewing silently until you tell me I'm, I'm not. <laughs> and don't mind me, fellow employee, if I just have to take a step step out around the office while you eat that apple. Nothing personal, but I just can't take it. I just can't take it anymore. <laughs> That's my number one. And so the way I discovered... I am not alone. I just actually... Found a website today while I was doing uh, some research for, it was either, it was research for this list or maybe a different list. There's a, there's actually a website called top, uh, the top tens.com. It doesn't look like it's a great website as far as a whole lot of content, but they do have top 10 pet peeves on there and their number one is also loud chewing. And I have talked to other people in the anti-loud chewing club. We're out there. <laughs> We're just, we're judging you silently, and sometimes vocally. Don't mind us, but know we are legion. <laughs> so the way I discovered that Brian had a problem with this is when I was pregnant with our first child. <laughs> I was hungry. Mm. I was eating something in bed. And he turned to me and he said, <laughs> this is do you think if somebody has a problem with someone, they should just, you know, kind of bury it up inside and not speak of it? 
and just try and get over it, or they should they should talk to the person and talk it out. <laughs> I was like, well, obviously you should talk it out and and not just you know buried up inside. And I said, oh, good. It really annoys me when you chew loudly like that. <laughs> I was really hurt. <laughs> hurt by her own hand. It was a really doofy way to bring it up. Mm. You could have just said, "Honey, you're chewing kind of loudly. Can you chew? Can you well, take it down a little bit?" If you had said, "Well, I don't think you should confront people about things," humph, humph, humph. then I wouldn't have. Of course, I really I'm not. Wanted your yeah. opinion. Indeed, I think you knew how I was going to answer. Well, there's always that hope uh, you'll get the right right answer. <laughs> Shut up. First try. Anyway, on behalf of the loud chewers. Mm. We are not aware most of the time that we're chewing loudly. Yes, I know. I know. Am I really all that bad, though? No, you're not. Thank you. It's Just like, every every once in a while. It's, it's probably only been like, well, it hasn't been any time It's only recently. been two days. <laughs> it hasn't been any time recently, and it's only like every several months that well, I'll um, even notice it. So. Well, good. Good job. Way to go. <laughs> I'm a work in progress, apparently. You sure are. Aren't we all? All right. My number one. And I don't see this one ever changing. Buckle up. Not for a long time, if ever. But I'm here to try and start change. Start the winds of change blowing. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I know I'm not the only person who feels this way. Okay. I have talked to other people who feel the way I do. My number one. Food bloggers. Oh, Everything that's wrong with the internet. But not just that they blog about food. No, it's their doofus need to natter on about their lives and then post tons of useless, unnecessary photos of their food before they finally get on to the actual recipe, which was the whole reason that they started this blog. Look, if you want to blog about your life, that is awesome. That's great. That's, you know, we can all learn from... You know, things that you're going through. But that's if I want to learn about your life. I will follow you on on your life blog. Your food blog needs to be about food. And look, post the recipe at the top. And then at the bottom, you can include a whole bunch of pictures, if you want, of step-by-step instructions of you cutting the onion and then you about to dump the onion into the pot, and then the onion in the pot, and then you chopping the garlic, and then you about to dump the garlic in the pot, and then the garlic in the pot, etc. People, you're slowing down my my feed. It, that's why it takes so long for me to be able to upload your page. It looks like you have a really great recipe, and I want to get somebody's really so new to cooking that they don't know how to do some of this common knowledge stuff, they can easily Google it and find it somewhere else. They don't need to find it on your your food blogger page. So please do the rest of us a favor. Us housewives and cooks that are just trying to try your... We just want to try your what you thought was an amazing recipe. So amazing that you decided to share it. That's great. Thanks for sharing. Be concise. That's all I'm asking, okay? My number one. Hmm. Don't natter on about your life. We don't care. Number two, and secondly, letter B under point number one. 
take maybe one or two pictures, or at least post them underneath the recipe, not above, that I have to scroll down to get to the recipe. Um, I disagree on this one. I think you're looking for something different than what they're going for. So they want to tell a story. They want... No, 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 no. Don't you go defending these vile... They're, they're not wanting This vile to, portion of humanity. They're not wanting to just have a recipe book that they're sharing with people. They want to share stories about food. Yeah, so... They want to share their experiences. They do want to share about themselves. Make it more personal. They're not sharing this stories about food, them. honey. They're it doesn't sharing, have to be about They're food. sharing stories... It can be about whatever they want. Yeah, so start a blog about your life. That's what not this is. And it has recipes no, on it. food blogs need to be separate from life blogs, is ah. what I'm saying. Okay, well, sometimes genres are blurred, and I think that's fine. And no. just because you're... No, no, no. Just because we're part of the instant gratification generation... This is not about instant gratification. You just want your recipe. This is about... Doesn't mean these people... Economy. No. I mean, it would probably this be good if they just good put the recipe management. at the very end. And then you could just scroll to the end and get the recipe. Is that what they're doing? Good time management. Because that's what I would do. I would put the stories and the pictures and however I wanted at the beginning. And then at the end, just put a just the recipe. That way people have it all in one place. Yeah, that's what they do. But yeah. I still have to scroll past all those pictures. Oh, no. Not scrolling. It's really annoying. Yeah. Well, that's why it's a pet peeve. I'm not the only one that feels this way. That's why it's a pet peeve because it's not really a problem. It's just something we like to complain about and have fun complaining about. I feel betrayed but that you're defending no, these people. This, this doesn't bother me at all. I think it's perfectly fine. Um, um, um. And uh, you're never going to get art out of a a 3 by 5 recipe card. But you might have art. No, there is no art. The story about no. little Fru-Fru and how you nursed her back to health with this chicken noodle soup. It, had, no, it never has us. anything to do with the <laughs> recipe. It almost uh, never has something to do with the recipe. That's fine. So back to mine, my number one. This is there's I mean, this is a condition. It's called misophonia. Misophonia, literally hatred of sound. This is a condition that I suffer from. Select sound sensitivity syndrome. This is real. It has a Wikipedia page. Misophonia. Now you know. You're pathetic. <laughs> this has been a. <laughs> Very special public service <laughs> announcement about misophonia. <laughs> so, did you have any honorable mentions? Yeah, that uh, haven't been mentioned that we didn't already. Mention already. Wasting paper towels is you know I one will that agree with that. Super annoy me, but you really only need one paper towel. May two at the most, and these people that are grabbing like five, ten. Yeah. You really don't even need to. I mean, your your hand doesn't have to be bone dry when coming out of the bathroom. It's yes, okay it for does. no. You can use one paper towel. I want my hands bone dry. Shake off the excess water, then use the one paper towel, and your hand is plenty dry enough. Plenty dry enough, and you just saved a tree. Dirt Bonus. sticks more easily to wet stuff than Maybe to dry stuff. Maybe after you wash your hands, you shouldn't go rub your hands in the dirt. <laughs> Goober. And another one. Being late is another pet peeve for me. Another failing of my but family. not on the list because I think this one skirts the line between mild annoyance and 
this can actually be a problem. Like if you're late to work, obviously a problem. If you're constantly late and you develop a reputation for being late, people don't think they can rely on you to be there at a certain time, then that can be more of a problem. So that's why I didn't actually make my pet peeves list. Well, and there's honestly, there are sometimes it's not that big of a deal for something to start right on time. And that's more exactly casual the affairs. That uh, look when I invite people over, people I want them to be tend, five or ten minutes late. Have. Okay, I might still be cleaning up the house if you're arriving on time or a few minutes before. Arrive five or ten minutes late, and I think that's that's a courteous. very specific situation. And that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously you need to be on time for work. Obviously. And obviously church church services need to start at a certain time. Seems like that's how it goes in this culture. But, but I think for more casual affairs, hmm. it's it's fine if it starts, if whatever it is, the campfire party starts at 10 minutes after 6 instead of right at 6. Well, that's very fine. I'm just telling you what our culture expects and... How someone could conceivably, hypothetically, develop a reputation <laughs> as a late person. Pump, pump. I'm just throwing that out there. I'm saying people need to relax a little bit and chill out. Hmm. All right, my honorable mention is people that always agree with everything I say and never offer their own opinion. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I like it when people agree with mm-hmm. me, but when all they do is agree. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just being a duck right now and but they don't offer their own opinion it just makes you look weak if you disagree with me go tell me and tell me why i mean tell me nicely politely but it's okay to disagree with people so anyway that was my honorable mention good one (laughs) (laughs) you duffer (laughs) hmm okay Well, this has been a fun list. Yes. Was it cathartic? Hopefully. Feel good to get those things out in the open. Hopefully people will will listen. Take a deep breath. Cleansing breath. Inhale. (sighs) Exhale. (sighs) Indeed. So let us know what annoys you. Let us know (laughs) what we mentioned. Or don't. We We don't really care. And doesn't, shouldn't annoy anyone. You can write us, tto at coser.us is our email address, or you can go to our website, tto.coser.us slash 56, leave a comment, and we really like getting feedback, so if you want to go ahead and uh, reply to this episode, reply to any past episodes, we would love to hear from you. Join us in a few days, or a week, or whenever you listen to our next episode, we're going to be talking about our top 10 sodas forward to that. Until then, I'm Brian Kozer. And I'm Melissa Kozer. And you've been listening to 10 to 1. Hello there. Hmm. Oh, come on, that was weak. Hello there. Oh, come on. It's it's only 10 o'clock at night. Why aren't you smiling? Let's just some, have some life in this audience. It is 10 o'clock at night. I wish it were 9 o'clock at night. I would have an extra hour to do something. I'm just going to drive home and not use my turn signal.
And when I get home, I'm going to post on Facebook something inane, most likely. Now, now, that's no way to talk. It's Groundhog's Day tomorrow, and we all need to be a lot more cheerful. I'm not even cheerful when I'm naked. How is your food blog coming along? Well, I guess it's coming along okay. I, I don't know. People say that they like it, but I'm not too great at it, I guess. And and your name was Miss. Now I apologize if I mispronunciate this. <laughs> but your your name was Brian Brian Brian. How do you say it? I am a dwarf and I'm digging a hole. Dig a dig a hole. Dig a dig a hole. <laughs>